This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusica.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And tonight, we have a very special guest in the building. We're talking about this generation's new soca artists. You know who we have in the building today? We have Irfan Alves in the building, EA in the building tonight. What's going on, my brother? Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Welcome. Blessed. Welcome back to Toronto. Yeah, more blessing, no stressing. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Happy 2022. Same to you, man. I mean, how's the year been treating you so far? Well, excellent. Just me, you know, I'm just benefiting from the fruits of hard labor right now. Yeah. So, you know, all the work that I would have put in, you know, coming into the new year, you know, we're already reaping rewards. So okay. it's just a matter of me understanding that appreciating that and keeping focused yeah yeah man for sure for sure so i guess 2019 was a big year for you eh? yeah <laughs> definitely give me two of your highlights from 2019 what you really stood out for you in your <laughs> getting verified on instagram <laughs> oh you got verified yeah okay just like that yeah after years of doing what it takes to kind of put it in place yeah um, we just had one title meeting and afterwards that was it we just we, him and i were just driving now what yeah. what, what, what highway or road that was yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then yeah um so one of my female friends was like so in trini dialect i was like you could have tell me you get verified which means like um you're hiding things now yeah and i was like what were you talking about stop playing yeah. and then i went on my page and i saw that little blue blue yeah, I was like, yes yeah. um another highlight I mean, just coming off the, the heels of the, the carnival season, it was just a, a, a nice feeling to see that my style of soccer yeah. was actually reaching out to the local fans and by extension, the international fans. Yeah. Because if you listen to my music, I don't really just sing, jump and wave and whine alone. No. I just, my lyrical content, you know, expands way beyond the, the local carnival box, I should say. Yeah. So to see that they were actually soaking it all in and, 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 and enjoying it just the same yeah. like what they're accustomed hearing that was like a big deal for me and it's just a reminder that you know whatever part you have for yourself just continue along there once you're confident about it and yeah. you know one day sooner or later you know you will you, you it will get you you'll get to where you're going yeah. that makes sense too because i know you say lyrical because whenever you listen to any of your content yeah. you know it's the lyrics that really stands out to me mm-hmm. where do you get that style or what inspires you to be so lyrical in the first place you know I, i've been writing since i was a kid you know okay. my father used to write for me and kind of own way as an individual so you yeah. know i tell myself i want to write too yeah <laughs> okay and you know growing up listening to dancehall reggae hip-hop i was exposed to music that wasn't about one particular thing Got so you. i grew up if i'm being honest i grew up understanding soca's carnival music okay. and then as i became a little more knowledgeable about the history uh, of the genre itself i understood that you know it could be used it was also used for example sparrows rum yes. and coca-cola and gin and diana was about prostitution around the times when sailors okay. were in trinidad yeah so they put that into song and then like fast forward to my song no abla does time stamping yes. when a lot of venezuelans come into trinidad and tobago so mm. i realized like what i was like forced to interpret and understand about a culture was just because of like that's how the media set up as in carnival time we'll have some call of soca switch and then you just play soca alone yeah. till ash wednesday and as a kid i think that, that yeah that's it that's how it is and that's the way it 
always gonna be and i just started growing up and soaking in all these other genres and realizing well yo this 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 season thing not really making sense because we can't really develop we can't really develop a market like that so i just decided naturally to kind of express myself in 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 various forms and like i believe that when everybody realized how serious i was on that movement was a song called overdue now okay yeah 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 it's like and to be honest a lot of the DJs didn't understand it at first. A lot of the mm-hmm. soccer fans didn't understand it. I got comments like, "Yeah, that's a summer song. Why you release that so later?" Like, "Well, yeah. that's soccer, bro." It's just when did it. when did you actually release it? Um, September two thousand and seventeen. Okay, so that was for the twenty eighteen. Or again, you're nah, you I believe just in no music. season. You nah, just release. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. actually, would have just flow into that. Because it was slow. Yeah. Nobody was really taking it on. Okay. I mean, what helped it is the music video. We shut yeah. it out in um, New York City, Times Square, yeah. and the park. But they didn't understand what I was hearing too much. Yeah. And then I was even seeing comments like, why taking our culture and putting it in a strange place? So I'm yeah. like, wow, this is a cultural thing where we're seeing people mentally boxed in. Yeah. Because I, as, as I said, just seeing something for, for, for what they thought it was and not knowing that it was bigger than that before. Yeah. And it could come around to being greater than where it even was. So I kind of pioneered that thing called No Seasons Project, where I just released mm-hmm. music show there. Yeah. Soca. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need Carnival Time. Don't need a crop over. Don't need a jab Carnival. Don't need yeah. Fancy Mass. I just bossing Soca tune. Well, anytime you feel like putting out, this needs to be released. You put out something. Yeah, new. because that's the only way it could grow. And yeah. I urge all the artists, especially from my generation, because I could reason with them. Yeah. You know. Um, and say like, yo, we need to kind of continue doing this a little more because Nyla do it. Um, Pretty had a song called Say Yeah that was released summer the year before and then yeah. it become it became a hit in the carnival next year. So okay. like, for example, Noah Bly released that in May 2018 yeah. and it became a hit December into carnival. So it's like, it just give it some time and once we collectively as a soca movement mm-hmm. push down no seasons vibe, then the yeah. DJs would have no choice because a lot of the artists fear that they waste money. Yeah into a project they're paying like thousands of dollars paying a the producer they might do a music video to kind of polish up the project and present it to the world now and then mm-hmm. the DJs not really accustomed to playing that kind of music during the year but I mean pressure yeah <laughs> apply the pressure and I saw Afro beat grow on a large scale yeah. because of that unity and that common goal of course and I believe as soca artists we don't have that common goal yet mm-hmm. everybody's still trying to Push the soccer global on their the, own in the season. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, besides that, everybody, everybody think that they have the idea. Yeah, <laughs> push the soccer global. Yeah. I go and do it, boy. Yeah, I go and make it first, or I go and do it this way, and I. But it's like one thing we representing and it's soccer music. So yeah. if we don't come together and kind of apply pressure to the outside market, something. Mm-hmm. And the only way we could do that is by fixing it here first. Because what someone who used to work at Sony told me like. We know about soccer. We, 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 everybody, we, it's our business to know about every of genre in the world, right? Yeah. But it's just that you're not making enough money for, for us to invest in y'all, to be a part Got of you. And, and, you. and our soccer artists might take that as an insult, but it's true. Yeah. The numbers, all right, in, in Trinidad right now, all the millions of streams I get right now, if, mm. if two million Trinidadians view that song, it's not going to yeah. be money. It, number one, nothing set up yet. So mm. it's like we behind in terms of plenty other things. So 
once we come together and, and, and create a common understanding mm-hmm. and develop that, that's why a line in my song say, but first, let me fix local now. Then yes, we can take off yes, global now. Yes. So it's not like I just trying to push the soccer global and not being real mm-hmm. to the soccer fans saying that, yeah, we have plenty work to do home first you know, before we mm-hmm. even try. So it's, to me, like the first thing we need to get together is a mm-hmm. common understanding to move forward. That makes sense, 100% yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. You just mentioned that you listen to hip-hop, everything. R&B, dancehall, and everything. Yeah. When did you fall in love with Soak and decide that, listen, nah, nah, you know I, I, I was always in love with it. I, was, I had no choice. My father <laughs> and my mother, them, they listened to Soka music, Calypso music, while they cleaning on weekends. Yeah. Me just running up and down the house, so I was brainwashed now. Yeah, so, okay. And I, I, and I was glad about that brainwash because yeah. it, it's something that I'm proud of, and I like to, to, to build something yeah. and see it grow now. Mm-hmm. So I kind of glad we in this position. I'm not glad we in this position, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that that's just how it's I grow a, a, a product of my environment. Yeah. And, and, and not every um, kid in Trinidad Tobago would have had that experience. True. So like in this the educational system, mm-hmm. I don't feel like if they're doing enough in Trinidad right now to kind of water the plants and them yeah. to nurture the kids to teach them a lot about the history of Calypso and Soka. Yeah. We have little things here and there during the social studies classes, yeah. but I'm talking about like a, a culture class where for you to move up, you know, you all call it grades, we call it standards. So for you to move up grade one, grade two, yeah. you must have a compulsory culture class to, 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 to know and understand the, the, the history of soca music yeah. and who are some of the prominent soca artists and, and this and that. So then now as a kid, you kind of grow up having a love and, and, and an understanding, yeah, of, and an understanding mm-hmm. of what, what's going on in your society culture wise yeah. now. Because if a kid growing up in Trinidad Tobago, if you be in relay, they hear hip hop, dancehall, yeah, and all these other genres more than soca during the year, and that's okay. because collectively these soca artists don't produce, we don't do much. So it's not like if you can blame one person. So I was fortunate enough to be one of the few that grew up in that household mm-hmm. where the parents used to listen to a lot of calypso and soca. So that's where my love naturally came from. so I, I blossom into this big tree right. from a planter <laughs> tree now and it's a soca tree so yeah it's only yeah. soca leaves and, and soca fruits can come from got this. you 100% so, so what yeah. was a young EA like same thing boy yeah I just own way doing my own thing yeah. not listening to my parents still not listening to them <laughs> I just yeah I, I, I just doing my thing getting yeah. into trouble falling rising learning mm-hmm. from mistakes and that kind of thing so how I am I ain't changed and I don't think I could change because yeah. I just believe that, you know, I just must stay true to myself and yeah. whatever got me here gonna continue to get me here and there and there and there. So Makes sense. Yeah, I just cool and all but I had a real normal childhood growing up. Yeah. Yeah. You have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a brother and he lives out there actually. Okay, older yeah. or younger? Older, older. Yeah. Okay. So you're the youngest? Yeah, last one. Okay, so you're the spoiled. last one. Spoiled, <laughs> so to say about yeah. You agree? Not really. Not really, kind of. I have this one grudge with my parents that I'll never let go, right? Yeah. And if they gave me this, then I would say I spoiled. You okay. know those, them little motor scooter, the yeah. kind of motorbike one? Yeah. Yeah, I want. Some kids used to be riding around the neighborhood with that, and I was like, yo, daddy, I want one of that. Yeah. And them just never give me the thing. <laughs> so, yeah. I, if, 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 if they gave me that, I would say I spoiled. Okay, you're spoiled. Yeah, I don't know why. I used to go and print copies of it and stick it on the room door. So every yeah. time they w- wake up and coming outside, they will see it. They will see the the motor scooter there, yeah. but you never got it. So I still vex with them for that. But yeah. that scar my childhood, bro. Yeah. <laughs> because he didn't get the motor. Well, they're laughing seriously. Yeah, yeah. but you got everything. I won't buy one soon though. Yeah, and ride it up and down in front yeah. of the house. What part of Trinidad did you grow up? Sugar on a central Trini. What What is that neighborhood like? 
normal middle class cool okay developed a lot though yeah so it's a little urban now but it was kind of like almost almost countryside almost okay. almost a lot of bush and it was like it was a cane field yeah that it turned into a neighborhood got you yeah but nice cool humble yeah. upbringing man and mm-hmm. how far are you from um port of spain about if you're driving fast, <laughs> ten yeah. to fifteen minutes yeah. on a free road. <laughs> if you if you're going over the hundred um, kilometer per hour limit, yeah. but on a normal drive, uh, twenty five minutes, twenty five minutes. Yeah. Okay, so you're close by. Yeah. All right. What was your thing there? What was your first song that you actually wrote and recorded and released? A song called Carnival Time. Yeah. No, that wasn't it. A song called Positive Lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were into lyrics in the beginning. Yeah, the lyrics was whack though. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Could we find that anywhere on YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> I think nah. Yeah. Nah. That's not there, boy, you man. <laughs> About plan to have it like my plan is to have a little museum, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna have all those tracks there and like when you walk into the room and you press play, mm-hmm. and you have a little write up about first songs. So, but that, they had a competition called Soka Star. Okay. That I remixed that song and I perform it. And, but I wrote that song like like long, long time ago. I was still in um, secondary school. Okay. That was my first pride and joy now. Because okay. as I said before, my father used to write all my songs, and then I just took it upon myself to do it. So, yeah. It's a cool song, just like a young person talking about no crime and. Yeah. Going to fetter party and have a good time. Them kind of ABC lyrics, but I was proud because there was like no help and no assistance. And I went in the studio and the, you know vibe and the producer. All the producers that I would have worked with, yeah, from being a kid to now, they knew. Like mm-hmm. if you see them today, they was like, yeah, I not even surprised you reach where you reach because from that first day you walk into the studio, mm-hmm. like Black Soul always said when I walked into Roy Cape All Stars some years ago, he was like. And I tell any band, I tell any drummer, no, be it like this. Thing, yeah. thing. May I come okay. across a little yeah. pushy, but yeah. <laughs> me, that just but mean you that know you what you want. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's a good one. That was good. Okay. And then you said the first one, you didn't really like that. When did the career start to actually bubble and grow? And you started to see some form of movements. Um, Right after that Soka Star competition. So like between... Like that six year journey between 2006 to 2012. Because okay. 2012 was when I got the In Your Eyes song, the Antilles. Yes, yes. So, like, I won a competition called the National School Sokamuna. Okay. That's where all the secondary schools take part in a mini Sokamuna. Um, I won 2008 and 2009. Yeah. And they didn't have the competition in 2010. Okay. So, that was kind of heartbreaking for me. Yeah, so, I was because wondering. Because you like, couldn't yeah. come defend it. Yeah, but what a lot of people don't know that it doesn't have any other young person in the business right now who would have entered as much Soka Muna competitions like myself. Like, okay. Yeah, I have entered like uh, over eight semifinals. Let's talk about the big Soka Muna. Yeah. yeah. And the semifinals was like my finals because I know as a kid, like, it's not that important for me to make the finals, but I just used to look forward to hearing my name call. For now, semi-finals, nobody know who it was really, unless it, around the soccer thing. And I just go with all my dancers, like if I really trying to get yeah. into the finals. So yeah. that was like practice. Mm-hmm. And then I finally got in 2012, in the boat, boat power and um, groovy category. Oh, you got in both? Yeah, that's when they had the boat categories. There. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was like that six-year journey was just me. That was like the journey where God trying to see if he really wanted it or if he just playing. Or if it's just a passion, I it's need a test. 
the test. Yeah, that was the test when we passed the test. Mm-hmm. Still being tested now. Yeah. But <laughs> that was the first test, passed that test. So 10, 2012 is when everything really started yeah, boy. moving forward. Yeah, 2012 happened, like, because I wrote that song for, In Your Eyes, was for a female artist, you know. Okay. Yeah. That year I was writing plenty of songs for everybody, yeah. right? Write songs for Marshall, Kess, mm-hmm. everybody. And then she couldn't sing it, so it was like, Looking for our next female artist. Yeah. And then one day, you know, my father and I in the kitchen, he just say, wait now, you fun, what we know with that song there, boy? I say, boy, we're looking for a female artist. Yeah. So he said, why you just sing it? I say, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, you sing it. Yeah. So I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. So I went to the studio by Casey Phillips, Precision Productions, and we just switched some of the lyrics around to make it just, yeah? more manly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Yeah. I was in a ta- I was taking a taxi home one day and I just started hearing the thing on the yeah. radio. I tell the driver, I mean, the driver, like, boy, I'm telling yeah, to you, boy, that's not. Yeah. Say, boy, I mean, I mean, I mean, boy. So I was like, get through. Yeah. Because the anti was like a kind of game changer with the sound of soca music. Man. Yes, it was. So I, glad, mm-hmm. I was glad to be a part of that project. Yeah. So 2012, it was like, Mm-hmm. All who didn't know about Ufan House and his story and that kind of thing. Yeah. I was like the the the, the fresh youth on the scene, you know. And then after that, you know, I had the flippo and, and the pretty and the voice and the second stand. You know? All of them who I was around before, but everybody after that it's just like I believe that's where the 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 flock of this new generation really started from yeah. 2012 come yes. forward everybody just start getting the bus one by mm-hmm. one after the next year Cause that's when the whole sound really started yeah. to change also you heard they had more of a at that time they also had what was a tropical house was mm-hmm. big at that time there too so it's almost soca yeah. and tropical house sounded very similar at that time yeah because you know like uh, as i always tell people like africa is your root right mm-hmm. of, of of the caribbean sound you can't get away from that mm-hmm. so no matter what that's why Afrobeat songs like soca. Yes, yes. But that's really them thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know from colonial times come forward, we just had an African song, that rhythm in us now. Mm-hmm. So all these things will just loop over into the next, even like reggaeton and them kind of thing. All the, all the same thing? All the, all the Latin song, you know, it just come from that one chord there. So that's why I believe too, one day soca will see its way. It just like, mm-hmm. a lot of problems with the identity and the song and I, like the world moves so far ahead in comparison to when it just had Calypso. Yes. And Calypso used to sell like 500,000 records plus and that kind of thing. Okay. Because there wasn't much, you know, mixing and intermingling with the genres and all that experimenting. So it just Calypso was Calypso. Mm-hmm. But now moving forward, so much popular songs in the pop market especially, I'd say, yes. Justin Bieber saying yeah. that, I'm sorry. So it's like, you hearing something like, and you're going to see a genre that is not soca. So when somebody else come to you saying like, yeah, this soca, yeah. we're like, nah, yeah. that's some more like whatever we all call it. Tropical house. Yeah, this and that and island, this and whatever. So that's another reason why we get a little static, but one day, because yeah. it's there already. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Justin Bieber sang Overdue, yeah. and I'll write it, yeah. I won't be here trying to talk about her. Well, you know, Soka coming to come on, you know. I won't be here. I'll be yeah. somewhere. Oh, yo, man. Yeah. You want to interview? <laughs> hey, yo. Call um, Enforcers, man. Yeah. They'll Tired, take care. man. 
I can do it over the phone, man. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, this part of the struggle, I admire. And yes, from now, when we bounce up, you could say, yo, remember when we think it? See, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, thing happened now. And that, that kind exactly. Of. So it's, it's, it's still beautiful in a sense now. It makes sense because I know you're one of the ambassadors that's really pushing yeah, this right. soaker global right now. Right? You know what I mean? Exactly what does that mean to you? And where would you plant the flag of soca if you could right now say, okay, you know what? That's global. On the moon, but. Yeah, <laughs> right to the moon. Because everybody on the world. Yeah. Could just watch up on the moon and see it now. That is mm-hmm. the only place we could collectively see it now. We can't see it if it's in Trinidad right now. Yeah. So that is the mindset now. I'm trying to make things happen in Trinidad so the, the rocket could lift off that platform and just shoot right up so everybody could see it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. God forbid if I not here tomorrow, I hope that the story, the movement, the mission could resonate through all these soca artists. And, and, yeah. and I'm going to say that, I mean, like, especially the Trini soca artists now, because when I attend, uh, when I go to St. Lucia, for example, or Grenada to perform, yeah. right? They don't have these events like um, Carnival Time Alone. Okay, it's throughout the, the yeah. yeah. You're not going to see, not, you're not gonna see a promoter booking a soca artist in August, bro. No, yeah. boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, <laughs> but but Disneylander Soka, how come? Yeah. So as me and the boys were talking last night, like I believe a, a simple thing like a Soka festival in August. Yeah. What y'all would call summertime. Mm-hmm. These are the things supposed to happen because Trinidad we became rich through the oil and gas and early tourism like the the rest of the Caribbean islands now. Yeah. So it's come like we just become complacent now. And the powers that being really focusing on the soca and the calypso in a sense where we had to sell this to the world. Okay. It's like, yeah, them them are right. Them looking good. You've seen soca artists driving bends and things. Yeah. So they're okay. But really and truly, let like we say the, the, the oil and the pitch and everything dry up. Mm-hmm. And we don't have anything to, to, to really fuel the economy. It would just be the culture now. The yeah. soca and the calypso, the rapso, the chutney, all them things. So I believe like a lot of common understanding lacking. Yeah. So that's why I say like that flag, it had a plant on the moon. For so that everybody, everybody can see. see. I feel like if we plant it here, this side of the willing to see. Or if we plant it somewhere there, that side of the willing to see. So it's just that. Yeah. And and and, and, and we don't have any um like what they call it, the unions. Yeah. So if Ufanals has an objective to really try to create a, a proper market home there aren't people who I could go and formally sit down with okay right the Calypsonians had it I still have it something called two culture and unified Calypso organization okay so those things there need to come into play like the local scene really had a set up in a way where we could come together yeah and put together plans and just move forward and make it happen you're, you're right yeah. where has Soka taken you across this globe where you never thought you would actually reach for singing music yeah like I can remember like Germany I would never forget the day I was in Berlin in the streets and okay. it was like a million people in the city boy and you're not seeing no police yeah there's a kind of culture shop and it's a big truck yeah and it's Soka music playing up. So and you okay. seen all these Caucasian people, mixed people, people of African descent, mm-hmm. Caribbean people, just jumping up together as one. And I like... Yeah. So I saying, we don't know what we have, but... Yeah. Until so it takes small meter, you big up the trick song, they were responsible for really 
making me reach there. Okay. That was 2014. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, 2014. So I ain't even the year as I am now. Yeah. You know, still kind of like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like Green Berlin, but yeah. So, yeah. I just know for a fact. Mm-hmm. And right now we're talking to people in Japan. Yeah. So we're going to be. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, sorry, now my time now. Okay. You don't even speak English mainly. Dutch. And I walk on the stage and the song start. And I just said, I asked them, yo, what's waving their language? And they told me, so that's the only way I know. <laughs> I just, the beat start, but the soca beat so infectious. I know, can I say, whatever that word was, hey. And yeah. I just start to see hands and flags. They're waving for the whole set. Yeah. Even if I say low and I'm talking to them. They wave. It's music. So like every time I travel, basically, yeah. is a, a, a strong kind of force yeah. that puts me together and say, nah, boy. Like, do mm-hmm. whatever. If they're beating your bad home, boy. Mm-hmm. If the whole of Trinidad turn against you, don't stop, boy. Yeah. Because out there, they appreciate it. Played fresh to them and it's new to them and they love it and it's naturally infectious. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like we we you know it as I said before complacency taking place home. Yeah, we know it for what it is and we love it. January and February we can jump up to it, but like we culturally wired mm-hmm. to kind of just rock back after the carnival season and we can't blame. So we have a big thing right now in Trinidad where DJs and artists and thing and everybody in the industry, well the business. Mm-hmm making a row about whether dance or music should play in soca fets or not. I heard about so that. So yeah, what's going on? What's your take? I break it down for everybody. Yeah. As I said earlier in the interview, mm-hmm. if you born January the 1st, 1991, yeah. you grew up in a society where every time you turn on the radio mm-hmm. or every time Ash Wednesday come, your mother and your father telling you, don't sing no soca. That's against your religion. We're not supposed to Lent. Yeah. No eating meat. We're not drinking alcohol and you're casting calypso and soca. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to individual? You're naturally telling them that you are forbidden to enjoy mm-hmm. or take part in this culture after a date. Mm-hmm. Now, nothing wrong with that because our cultural, that's the colonial times, the Catholics, that's the carnival thing is them thing. Carnival, yeah. like French that's carnival so the days before Ash Wednesday is when they are the last piece of revelry which we do on the streets Monday and Tuesday and then Ash Wednesday all of that stuff okay and everybody was whining and jamming going in the church like saints now to, <laughs> to put a to put a cross on the forehead with the ashes <clears throat> so you can't this that that is religion now. yeah that's the fabric of the thing there that's spanning to the culture and then you grow up now and you grow up and you think and you that just wired in your head bro from birth so it's like, as a society, you, you, you reach, let me say, 13 years old now. Yeah. 14, 15, and it's sort of big year as a teenager coming into your own. So it come like I tell in my story, but not, not, not the part where your parents force you. I'm just talking about generally, not. I just the common understanding. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of realized, but, boy, forget them and this thing, boy, soca, soca, I ain't harming nobody. I just like it myself. What wrong if I just sing a little soca song after? Yeah. But that's not how everybody think. So it reached a point where, naturally, it's not as bad as you're getting in trouble if you sing the soca songs, but you already know through the, how the media setup is like, boy, 
Were you playing all that soca for by carnival done? I, people literally yeah, used to tell me This is the day after. Doc, were you listening to? I had a little Walkman with a cassette and I used mm-hmm. to listen to Sparrow and thing going to class lessons and thing. Mm-hmm. And my bedrooms and laugh at me, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, that man listening to Calypso, yes? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. Boy, it's not carnival time. Stop listening. I was like, yeah. dog, I like Calypso. If all they like all the rap and all the hip hop, all they do, all the thing. Yeah. So you can't vex with a promoter now who grew up like that, who don't have that level of loyalty and appreciation and understanding and respect mm-hmm. for the season that is carnival, where you could tell a DJ, boy, play a little two dance hall. Dan, five years ago, nobody wasn't even going and tried to say that. Okay. You would have got big stone. Yeah. But it's the younger promoters who coming into their own now and who becoming popular, mm-hmm. who have a little power in their hands, who grew up in a society that told them Ash Wednesday, dance all come in, yeah. reggae come in, hip hop come in. God so that's how the whole God thing God break down now. Yeah. So like, I'll be mad and crazy if I just vex with you and say, boy, I'm to you by the cynical culture, but I don't know, understand why it is you doing that for? Mm-hmm. Why it is you feel so comfortable? as a promoter to tell that. a DJ after yeah. January the 1st especially when you have one of the because this this thing starts from a fed call for his jam right okay. and the promoter is like good bridging yeah. so um, it, I, I guess that they would have told the DJs to play a little bit of dance hall like 2% dance hall or a little 2-3 yeah. song mm-hmm. and, and, and the whole place was that call chaos but to me now growing up outside of the music I was just I just realized in life you had to learn to understand why certain things happen so you could kind of you wouldn't blow up then you'll be like oh and then it will help you fix the situation. So mm-hmm. how we go and fix it now? Yeah. Everybody who curling had to shut up yeah. and stop curling and accept the fact that it's our fault that this reach where it is. So now we in the position, all the younger artists, all the young promoters, we have power now. Let me change it. Mm-hmm. And we go to the Ministry of Culture and Ministry of Education and say, hey, we want to help implement something like a soca class and a soca history class. So the kids and them, you know, from form one or even from, from standard one, grade one in, in, in primary school, they, they, they get started to understand and appreciate the culture. So when they're growing up, right, they would they would know the history. So as when they become mature now, it's yeah. like they know about that already. So we're not forcing culture on them now. So you're putting and, it in the system. Yeah, in the system. And the next step now, the artists on them, they had to continue to release soca songs during the year. And the third step now, they can't sing jump and wave and wine whole year. Yeah. They had to sing <laughs> tune like Overdue and yeah. Noabla and Blazing Love and Soca Global that really speaking about what's going on in society and mm-hmm. would afford the listener to really relate to it now. Mm-hmm. And not, not much of that. Even if it's not dance, even if it's not popcorn tune. Um, give thanks, yeah. Give t- Yo, I want to give thanks too. And when I wake up in the morning, I go play that song because I don't Different really want to hear him. Yeah. But I like dance all and a man speaking positivity and dance all music. I go listen to that because yeah. it just puts, uh, him is a positive force and that is a positive force he's singing there. Makes so, sense. Dies a day, you know? Yeah. And then everything, it, it, it went up overnight, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but then everything just had to evolve. And then now you as a, well, not you, but somebody from who lives out in Toronto, yeah. and they see you for now performing Blind Tiger, and they say, man, I love that vibe, I love the energy. Well, where can I get more of that? And we just say, well, come Trinidad now. We don't want to say come for Carnival again, boss. Okay, so any time of the year Trinidad. you can get this vibe. Come Trinidad, and when you come, and and and, and I four thing now, eh? Yeah. Boy, <laughs> You know, like when you go to Europe. Yeah. How they spend so much money. It's so much money they spent to, to, to restore that church that burned down the other day. Yes, yes, yes. So, why is saying like, we have Kitchener, Kitchener's house, Reno Rama. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to make sure that that stay. 
all these CDs and all the clothes and all them kind of thing that stay. So when the tourists come, yeah, them, yeah, them are thing tour here. So where, where would I, all right, we could go visit Sparrow at Sparrow's Hideaway. We'll go to Reno Rama Kitchener's house. We could go to all these places that, you know, invest in the, 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 the history and the history so of the place properly, yeah. you know, but I ain't, I ain't don't play no other Caribbean island but no Caribbean island could really sell soca like we that's where yeah. the things start of course all them little things when you're landing Trin- when I go in Guyana and, and St. Vincent and Grenada and them mm-hmm. place man just be playing pan with, 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 with straw hat and, and, and Hawaii shit and I never see that in Piaco, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I will go back home today in Carnival time start yeah. and I'm not even going on here so complain. Yeah. So you supposed to when you when you come in on the plane so and you look out your window, you see that giant steel pan man. Yeah. And the pilot say, Hey, if you look to your left, you would see the national instrument of Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. It's called a steel pan. Next week will be panorama semifinals. You could go them kind of Yeah, I, yeah. I don't talk by anybody. I don't talk all day No, but you're right. I don't I not listen, I not listen my nation. I understand. I just say like these are the things if we really yeah. wanna talk soca global boss, yeah, it's not going and get global from a big tune. Yeah. Because Kevin Little had a big tune is a soca song, yeah. Rupee had big tune. Galen had big tune, everybody yeah. had big tune, but it, there's no these people can't come to the place and understand what's going on and say, Yo, let's go there. A if movement. you go there, I totally understand. It's crazy. We just have a set of artists yeah. now who really mean well. Yeah. But we're doing it wrong because we're doing it isolated now. Make makes sense. Yep. Wanna go through some of your hits here because yeah. you have some monster hits. <laughs> All right. Monster. The one that really brought brought you to the world was in your eyes right yeah yeah yes that yeah. was a big one and the visuals were big the other one that really took you over the top would be like overdue yeah overdue. Right? you just mentioned two names which was um rupee and kevin little right all right overdue has that same kind of essence mm-hmm. to put you in that same place there where 20 years from now yeah. we're gonna hear the overdue yeah that song ain't dead yet yeah I, that song will never die and i just know i have a real strong feeling about that song because it I will never make something like that again because mm. we never tried to do it yeah. I just sat down in my living room playing like some chords because I play piano okay yeah and that tune just hit now so I didn't even know that it would have reached this far yeah I know it was a solid project but I didn't know it would have reached that far okay so so for me like that's the most spot on in my opinion the most spot on soca song ever yeah. In terms of like it could relate to anybody, mm-hmm. it it just had a feel, and it healthy. Yeah, the lyrics healthy, you know, it mm-hmm. uplifting and it totally relatable. So that song, yeah, something great got for that song. Yeah, trust me, trust me. Well, Overdue was big, big, big. Now let's fast forward to twenty twenty. Yeah, your monster, 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 monster. I'm calling it right now. Your monster song that you released. I think it was yesterday. You released yeah, it. all right. Pick a <laughs> side. Know, so I got <laughs> yeah. With you and Kess. All right. I seen on your Instagram about in October, you put up a picture said, listen, if I get 2,000 likes, we'll do a collaboration. Yeah. Me being the smart person I am, I know that collaboration was in the works already. Nah. It wasn't in the works. Nah. It just, just came up. He was always interested in doing a song with me and I okay. was always interested in doing a song. So I could have just, that was a hit or miss for me. Yeah. I was, I, was, I was confident about it happening because he was, every time he see me, he would say, yeah, boy, we had a link. But yeah. I like, yeah, yeah. Not, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We going like sending something just now. Week pass, nothing sent. Months yeah. pass, nothing sent. And then 
this man come in his studio to listen to the song. Yeah. Now, actually, no. He come in his studio to work on his song. But yeah. in my head, I ain't tell him nothing. But in my head, I say, I tell any producer, I like, hey, Alex, he trusts me enough to just walk in his studio and start to work, dog. Yeah. So that was a real good feeling for me as a young artist to know that this man watching me, because every time you see me, you say, yo, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm watching you grow. Because mm-hmm. that, 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 that helped, yeah? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I just feel like if nobody really taking on the thing, eh? And that's the next thing we in our business where it's in our much ah youth. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So to give you the encouragement to yeah, keep I was on like, going. We talking about boy. You have time to watch me. He say yeah, boy. I seen you, boy. All way you doing, you just continue doing that. Mm-hmm. So you walking into the road. He said yeah, bad. So I thought he was gonna record one time, but you had to leave. Yeah. And next session, man, record third session. We fix some things. Yeah. And he changed some things in his song now. But I ain't tell him that now. I was like in my head, I saying like. He's fucking changing, man. Yeah. one. I was like, he's guess. Yeah. He's singing for years, yeah. prominent. He should know what would where it would take for this song to move from here to there. Yeah. So he kind of rearranged some little parts mm-hmm. that I genuinely wasn't sure about. Yeah. So if you see in this video, you see like this little bugger. He was mm-hmm. again also. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I just want to see where he going now. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at that time, you watch me in the session and say, Dan, you look like you want to say something, man. You look like yeah. something right here. Yeah. And you're, mm, mm, mm. But like, nah, boy, yeah, yeah, you, you go ahead now. So that, that, yeah. that was a real good feeling. But mm-hmm. even moving, rewinding, mm-hmm. I was real angry writing that song, boy. Okay. Angry with my girl. Yeah. Angry, but I was just vexed with the world. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know how I can't really pick a sighting, but basically, yeah. it's like, if I hear... And you riding for me, no yeah. matter what, you had to ride hard for me now. Yeah. And that's the kind of people I want in my life. That's the kind of people I need in my life. Because creative being, when we go low, everything's stopping. You, know? you understand. I can't come you and do this interview. Me and yeah. feeling to come in cold Toronto and sing no tune mm-hmm. in Blind Tiger, but you yeah. forget them, eh? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I need energies around me that totally positive and understanding. I ain't saying mm-hmm. like, yes, people, or yes, man, or nothing, or no, but just like people. Are. So I, I was at a point where I was just like, Mm. And then that's why the voice the uh and the song so fresh I can um the verse go um um part of the verse go reach out time in my life now, man nothing don't bother me. I fall up my energy and before that was Kess part, but before that I was like um all the years I met um oh shit. What's yeah. the line? Just on one it's line. So it line. just came out, it's brand new. Who have it? Anybody have it? <laughs> Baseline, you have it back there? Pull it up. All right, pull it up. You know, actually, bring it up. We got baseline from Enforcers. He's actually in come the building, in. too. Yeah, come and play it for us live. You know what I mean? Big up Macamilla in the building, too. He actually made this happen. Big them up. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Big up Frankie, at, um, please, Paul Bradson, McCoy. Yeah. All right. Blazing Love. I see your shirt. Big up yourself, brother. Nah, when the song fresh like this. This side, this side, this side. This side. Okay, 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 okay. I really can't. What are you starting? Yeah. This is this is almost like a world exclusive because again it just came out last night. Turn it off. Oh yeah, see, see that first line. Yeah. We don't want no bad vibes in the mass. I'm a life I'm talking about there now. Yeah. Pick a side as I am my side or that side. Alright, run it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just translated into a road march vibe then. Yeah. But it's really my life I talking about right here. Yeah. Better pick a side. Cause now we're ready to ride. 
this side of fire and this side of energy and it's a positive energy yeah and they can't damage it Light, light run. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when i say this party right and nobody show me now i'm talking to them all the yeah. show me show me now everything show me now tell them to pick a side oh. ah no remember <laughs> listen now listen <laughs> stop all the pain make me stronger. Yeah. I suffer no longer. Yeah. The harder the fight now, the battle is sweet. I mean, the victory is sweet. The harder the fight, the victory is sweet. So the harder the battle, the sweeter the victory. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Each time in my life, not no bother me. I fall up my energy. Can't stop me now. So all ready to pump. All ready to play. All ready for mass. Ready to make we name. This is when they're crossing the stage. Gonna sing it tonight for the first time in Toronto. Yes. Yeah, man. And you see, that's what I wanted to ask you. As soon as I heard that song right there, I knew right away that was a monster of a song. You know, certain songs you could hear and just say, okay, anytime this I, is big. Anytime. This is big. This reminds me of Overdue, yo. Yeah. Like, Anytime a song come from a total genuine place that yeah. is of a kind of force where like everybody we can relate to yeah. behind that song and that's just propel it because I'm mm-hmm. telling you like for overdue too. Yeah. I didn't I didn't my, my carnival season wasn't the greatest because I don't I don't think they yeah. They didn't let me into the finals for the Soka Monarch and in my opinion that was the best performance I ever put on in a semis. It was spot on. Okay. And I sang a song called Kia Wait. So, I didn't think about singing a song called Overdue because my time coming, that just came out of me under that energy of, of, of me feeling as though yeah. I was counted out. Yeah. So, that's, it was real fitting, long time, this are Overdue. And for this one, you know, where I feel like if I wasn't saddling right personally with personal issues and them mm-hmm. kind of thing, uh, I was like, I need to talk to these people, but I had to talk to them in song. So, I was like, the first, the opening track, so like I write in a letter. Yeah. We don't want no bad vibes anymore. So even if I come in to talk to you, know, and your vibes off. Yeah. Pick a side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. And, and, and I just want to say blessings and thanks to Kesiban for that mm-hmm. welcoming yeah. approach, boy. Yeah. That unit. That's big. That's, big. Too, That's so. big. That's big right here. I performed this song the night before it was released. I performed mm-hmm. it in a in a, a place in, in, in central Trinidad. Okay. And it so happened that right as it starts now, it started to rain. Yeah. So the only place that most of the people could have shelter was on the stage. Yeah. So I see these people charging at me. So I started to wonder, yeah. like, what is going on? <laughs> but being on stage, I, I maintain the composure. Yeah. So I look up on a seat rain. I say, all right, all right, come. Yeah. So we're going to be forming a band here now because how to sell this song, I had to sell it as a road match song. Yeah. It is a road match song. Right now, the prominent power soaker is the jab thing or the, or the yes. that, that, that two yes. tung, 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 tung. And in Trini, yeah. our style of power soaker is more like a road match kind of yes. vibe. Now. So I was like, I want to bring back that real road match element in the soca music for Trinidad soca. Mm-hmm. So was, it is like stars aligning and God just making a way, send down some rain, yeah. they're going to run on stage <laughs> behind me. And right when the fans reach for them to cross the stage, yeah. it stopped raining, so they're going to go back out. Mm. I can show you that clip now. Watch <laughs> <laughs> that clip right here. Crazy. If it was crazy, crazy by over crazy. Yeah. I think. 
So you see the common little cover thing there. Okay. Oh, so this is on the stage. Yeah, this is stage. Yeah. So I say like we go and cross the stage. Okay. Now I can send them so you get to cross this stage now. This yeah. side, <laughs> madness. Bam! Yo, so what? All right. Um, so what could they expect from you tonight in Blind Tiger? Fire and energy, kind cool and all. I need the outside. All I need outside. It's 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 steaming right now in Trinidad Tobago, and I represent where I'm from. Yeah, we're actually getting a premiere tonight because basically this is your first time outside yeah. of Trinidad, where you're actually featuring a song before they actually get the big feature. In Trinidad. So you see what I mean when Soka Global, years ago now, artists coming out here, carnival time, that forbidden. Yeah. You see that man in the airport, baby, you going. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. money here, boy. Yeah. Not out there, boy. But no, right now the money global. Yes. So men yes. working during the carnival in the season thing there. Yeah. But my mindset and and, and it resonates. Wherever you powder, is it true? Wherever you powder, come back at you. I already have like four or five international things in January alone. Ready so I have to, to be in and out yeah. of the carnival. And that's because I've been preaching that Soka Global. And Soka Global means that we're not bonded yeah. and boxed in by this carnival season. If you're me. in Japan next week, yeah. put things in a gear, arrange with management, and I am there. Everybody's here. Big, yeah, big, big. Trust me, it's going to be on fire tonight. Mm -hmm. I got a round here called the Rapid Facts. Mm -hmm. I ask you some quick questions Just and you give me back some quick answers. Yeah, we talking about All right. Rapid. Okay. What's your favorite color? Well, I have favorite colors. Yeah. <laughs> color, individual, one. Now, at a, at a point in my life, it was green. Okay. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. And then it was blue. Mm-hmm. And then I have none now. None. Yeah. Okay. Weird. I don't know why, but fair enough. No yeah. problem. What's your biggest fear? Um, Marion the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's everybody's <laughs> biggest fear. <laughs> okay. Favorite food. Pilau regular with uh, avocado on the side of the plate. Uh huh. Big, big, big. Okay. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? I can't cook, but I look right. like I can cook. <laughs> Okay, are you a cleaner? I like my place to be clean. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was the last <laughs> book you read or listened to? But I can't remember the name of the book. Yeah, again, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, me and Aguilar was going through it. Yeah. So I, I, I buy the barber shop now. Mm -hmm. So I said, I, I don't like to give up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so I see the book. Barber name is Buju. I said, Buju. Let me that book day. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'll call him after this interview to find out what's the name of the book so I can answer this question properly next time. Yeah. But I read, you might believe me, bro, I read three quarters of that book on a flight to New York hmm. and finish it in New York. Yeah. And that book teach me so much about women and how to deal with women and that kind of thing, especially during different times of their life. Yeah. That is the best book I ever read in my life. Got you. Okay, because we'll I find love, the name I love and I'll girl. insert it I in love woman. <laughs> so to be able to deal with them, I need to... Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's your hobby? Boy, I just like to have a time then. Mm -hmm. So if running outside there with a jersey on alone is fun to me, I gonna do it. Yeah. I just like to have a time. I can't tell you, well, um, I like to go fishing down the islands in Trinidad <laughs> and Tobago with my friends yeah. or by the river. Like, I just like to have a time. So whatever is like a brain cooler. I remember I, I, I went to an event called Island Crashers in Tobago. Mm -hmm. uh, that was like around 2013, 14. And I still never get her back yet because I'm so absorbed in work and thing at this level. Yeah. But 
I could remember being in that event for three days, going to parties and coming back home to sleep and bed and rest and go again. And like on the last day was when I realized that I didn't think about any problems or anything concerning work. And I was like, but after the fact. if I could get off, feel like I had to have no, because I'm so invested now. But that vibes there, so having a good time is my getaway. Yeah. I don't really have to be about drinking and doing anything, but just having a good time around good people. Makes sense. So that's how I beat me early. Like, I just have a car racing. Have a good time. All right. <laughs> What's one song that had the biggest influence on you in your life? Um, biggest influence, boy? Mm-hmm. Everybody expects me to say over you. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily but have I to be your song, you know. Just a song that oh, had. Oh, a tune? Yeah. It could be one of yours. It could be anything. I know that's a hard one, but mm-hmm. influence on my life. Mm-hmm. You know what song I really like? Yeah. It's not really like I, I'm not even like the greatest fan of the artist, but like a song that changed my mood influenced me. Mm-hmm. So you see, Skanking Sweet from Chronix. Big. When Big. I vex, I just literally go on. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I just kind of simmer me that because mm-hmm. of the lyrics, the man singing. But in terms of like, terms of like career wise, yeah. is he bumper like Rain Boy? It opened up my eyes to something. Mm-hmm. There wasn't playing, it was on a rhythm with Kess, Marshall, and pretty, somebody else. There wasn't playing the song. Yeah. I was like, I know my song bad, boy. Why am I not playing my thing, boy? So I was pumping Marshall and Nick or something. And I just started to get videos on Instagram of people in New York City. New York City yeah. responsible for that song, Richard Got Rodriguez. You. Man on top of pole, man on boat ride, man just New York City fall in love with that song and when they came to Trinidad yeah and they had all these events where the New Yorkers would go like even during the daytime events and that kind of thing and they literally used to go up to the DJs and say hey Ufanals bumper like rain yeah that show me the power mm-hmm. that lies within the people and I I I I I at that point there I sort of forget about if my song playing on radio or not yeah. heavily if this one or that one like my song, I just believe that once you put something out there and it is to be, the people will create it fair. So, Skanking Sweet and Bumper Like Green was like, yeah. Yeah. Big, big, big one there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Your favorite movie of all times? I don't really watch movies. Though. Yeah. I don't really watch TV. Yeah. I, 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 as a kid, I was like an outside boy. Mm-hmm. I remember Jen and them watching the cartoon like and the road. Power Rangers and Nah, I wanna go outside. Yeah. So in training, like I wake up in the morning, brush my teeth, breakfast. Mommy, I can go outside. No, boy, the sun yeah. too hot. We go yeah. in the sun in the morning. Nah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, movies and things. Nah. I like documentaries, though. So anything okay. that could teach me something. You, what's one of your favorite documentaries? Then? Any doc, any narco documentary, basically. Yeah. Big, so like big, Netflix. Big. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know because I just I'm fascinated by all these guys operate. Yeah. And. Everybody have the same demise in the end. Are they yeah. dead or in prison? Yeah. But I just like to see how everybody reached how the end. <laughs> how you got there? How yeah. did you end up there? I don't know. Yeah, I, I yeah. ain't involved in that kind yeah. of trade. But it's just how did you end? But up I learned there? a lot of things yeah. that helped me with my trade. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. You prefer water or juice? Not nah, by water, but that's life. Water is okay. life, and a I juice could go on. Yeah. <laughs> you mad? Okay, you prefer something sweet or salty? Nah, sweet like yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Last one here. Your favorite comedian of all times? Um, Larry Joseph. Yes. Big, 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 big time. Big. He's a pioneer to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Larry Joseph. Yes. No, Larry is big. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. That's the end of the rapid facts round. Before I get you out of here, right now the floor. The floor? Hold on. We're going to get there. <laughs> no, the floor is yours. Can you give us a little piece of... <laughs> okay. Can you please give us a little piece of um, one of your popular songs so we know exactly who we're speaking to here? Well, they were. You tell me. Let me get a little piece of Give that. me... Okay. Give us a quick medley. All right, shit. Yeah. Um, well, next time I'm off, baby, there'll be no more you and me. Fed up of you using me, believing in your eyes. She making a fool of me with all your hypocrisy for too long now. I believing in your eyes. You know, I roam in the street, targeting every female species I meet. Yeah, I start to feel sweet, sweet, sweet. Moving from girl to girl like a trick or treat. But it's not Halloween, it's carnival time. Mm-hmm. We all have women that's come from daddy. Bienvenida, Trinidad y Tobago. But we in Toronto now. Taste about me, Rando, the man said, Mucho tempo. But unfortunately, that's all the Spanish that I man know. Huh. But I wanna hold you, hold you, hold you, hold you, hold you. Big, <laughs> big, I'm going big, to the big, obvious big, one now. <laughs> you give me something I need, yeah. You give me something I plead, yeah. You give me something I crave for. I really need you too. I really wanna feel great now. So let me have my way now. No, I never wanna leave because I'm so invested in you. Alright, let him come blind, Tiger, later for one. <laughs> I know the verse now. Uh, ting, ting. We don't want no bad vibes in the mass. Hey, pick a side. What? Say pick a side. What? And we don't want no bad vibes in the mass. Say pick a side. Pick a pick a side. Yeah, what going on? All who ready to jump. All who ready to play. All who ready for mass. Ready to make we name. All who ready to jump out. We have had a jump out. We have had. You better pick a side. Because now we ready to ride it. This side of fire. This side of fire. We <laughs> Before I get you out of here, the floor is yours right now. Anything you want to say, anything you want to big up, leave any info, any social media handles, anything. The floor is yours right now. Yeah, blessings to everybody in Toronto. As I was telling thing last night, the streams, they're on the insights, you're all on top in terms of who listens to for now. Okay. So yeah, there's my city. Yeah. There's home. You know, blessings to every so-called lover out there. You know, just tune into me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook. Everything is Ufanal. So just Google Ufanal and you'll see everything fall down. You know, all the fans of Soka Music, you know, all the supporters of Soka Music, everybody invested in like yourself coming and do this interview. This is important to document. So when you post this up, people could watch 10 years. Hey, wait, this is when Ufan come and perform Blind Tiger you for understand. the first time. First month of the year, 2020. We remember that. That was epic. And all the things he talk about. And we see it unfold now. Because you're saying that this and that had to happen, and it happened for Soka, and Soka is here. So it's important. So thank you for actually reaching out and linking. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah, this is very important. And just blessings to my team. We got McCoy, we got Spoiled Brad Song, we got Earl back in Trini, Akil, everybody. Team, events, one team creatives. Everybody who play an integral role in pushing Earth and Hazard, Soka music by extension. And I want to spend a, send a special shout out to my producer. Lunatics Productions. He, Big them. Well, one of my producers, but he was responsible, you know, for the the, 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 the polishing and the little small little changes in the Ufanal song for the better. So that's like Overdue, No Abla, a song called Lock On, 
um, pick a side now and definitely Soka Global. So we just start. Yes. Only two years in actually, and look at the, look at the amount of work um, Lunatics and I did. So we have more to go and blessings to every single Soka artist out there right now, just yeah. doing the thing and holding the strain. Cause it's like a rubber band, mm -hmm. and then pull back that rubber band, and if you pull a little piece of paper on that rubber band, and then like that rubber band. God. Excellent. Yeah. Blessings, man. It's been man. a pleasure. Thank you so, so, so bustle. very much. Muscle and bustle. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is muscle. But hold on, before I give you the outro, I gotta big up some people myself. Man. I gotta big up Macamil. All right. He actually made this happen. He called me and said, "Yo, let's make it happen." And he made it happen right away. And I also got a bigger baseline and the enforcers in the building. Oh, you know, that's my family there. So I got to big them up. Got to big up my wife that's doing the production side of things too. You know what I mean? And big up yourself too, A. Yeah. Team, team, All boy. All right, big up. Mad, excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Cuts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.